Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Wow, Matt, fellow adventurers. In the previous episode, we we, we started to uncover uncover the mysteries that are that are that are at the end of this law thicket we're just about to go down you first to get a path one deal for the law thicket you follow the winding path down into the thick of the laurel patch the narrow twick twists and turns as meanders through the brush and bramble until you find yourself approaching the perimeter of, of a broad clearing you cautiously move up to the edge of the grassy swath. Standing at the edge of the large clearing, you warily survey the large swath. Three towering stone monuments, each crowned with the carved likeness of a hideous, free-eyed, vaguely humanoid figure, rise up out of the mist in the centre of the clearing. On the eastern side of the grassy expanse, its broad, flat surface poking above the swirling fog, the top of a three-tiered plinth. A bent, hooded figure, carrying a shovel and clad in a tattered brown cloak, strolls silently around the base of the free monument. The figure never looks up and seems not to have taken any notice of you. Well, let's enter the clearing once more. We entered it previously in the last episode and we uncovered, I think, one of three things we have to do to move on to the next stage. Enter the clearing. The instant you step into the clearing, the ground before you begins to weave as skeletal hands and limbs erupt from the soft earth. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into combat resistance as an entire legion of fleshless undead emerge from the shallow graves. Their chorus of shrill hisses almost deafening in the deep silence that hangs over the cemetery. A sharp hiss from behind fills you with dread, and you spin to find another group of skeletons tearing their way out of the earth. Surrounded by the ghoulish horde, and with no immediate hope of escape, you grimly prepare to engage your foes. It's a sword-wielding skeleton. Swipes you with decayed sword, yeah, yeah. Say, eight, eighteen, fourteen combat experience. The skeleton, its jaws swept wide, emits a final wagged hiss before collapsing to a pile of bone at your feet. The second of the nine skeletons is an axe-wielding skeleton. Swipes you with decayed axe and is slain once more. The skeleton, its jaws stretched wide, emits a final wagged hiss before collapsing to a pile of bone at your feet. Alright, another sword-wielder. Oh, I'm just going to quick combat the rest of them. Sword wielder for number four. Axe wielder for five. Sword for, for, for six. Scimitar for seven. Swipes you with his decayed scimitar. And just slain. Just a bit of healing. 
Scimitar Wielding Skeleton, for number eight. The last of the skeletons, its bony fingers wrapped tightly around the hilt of its rusted sword, staggers forward and attacks the sword wielding skeleton. I'll fight that manually. Swipes you with decay's sword and is slain. 14 XP. The skeleton stretches wide. Sweat skeleton, its jaws stretched wide, emits a final ragged hiss before collapsing into a pile of bone at your feet. Oh, I'm sure you'll be put back together soon enough and I'll be fighting you once more. 72 experience to general. With the horde of skeletons now little more than a heap of bone, that lifted the edge of the clearing, you wipe your brow and step back to survey the scene set out before you. Okay. So enter the clearing once more. It's the... The, the cloaked figure hasn't noticed me yet. Enter the clearing. As you step into the clearing, the bent, hooded figure moving about the base of the monument whips its head in your direction and unleashes a blood-curdling shriek. Before you can react, the sinister figure holds up his white hand and you immediately overcome by a deep sense of dread. Picking a number, bonus of 20, all from spirit, but I get 50 or more. Or be too spooked to fight back. Pick now. 98 success. You manage to stave off the more deliberating effects of your enemy's projected awe of fear. But there was little time to dwell on the small victory. The world figure, its swift, fluid movements, more animal-like than human, bounced towards you across the uneven, miscovered ground. As a sinister being hurtles into melee waves, his face invisible behind the shroud of gloom cast by his tattered hood, who instinctively move to block and counter its savage attack. It's a grave warden. It's both grave, and it is both grave in personality, and in occupation, and in residence. The, un the hooded undead horror wakes at you with... Long black claws, the savage blow for 11 damage. Joe's staff is, of course, helping because this is Axpath Cemetery and everything's undead. I'm a, except me. I'm pretty sure that I'm, when I'm in the cemetery, I'm not undead. Although, would you even notice if you became undead? Would you? You just wake up one day and find out, oh, I'm undead now. Oh well. Back to work! Savage blow for 10 damage. Alright, uh, it's nearly done, and it is slain for 24 XP. The cloaked, cloaked figure slumps to the ground at your feet and does not move again. You reach down and tear away the tattered garment that covers its gaunt form, only to find there is nothing beneath it. The remains of the sinister creature that assails you are nowhere to be found. After checking over equipment, you step back towards the edge of the clearing. Okay. We've looked at the plinth. That hasn't changed since we put the tablet in in the previous episode. Thus, unlocking all the stuff here. And whatever this unlocks. Approach the stone monuments. Well, previous episode, an undead hulk crawled out of one of them. Has that maintained? Yes. If they haven't filled it back in again. 
The monument, you're standing in the middle of a clearing, directly before three large stone monuments. Each of the stone-like sculptures is topped with the carved likeness of a three-eyed, vaguely humanoid figure. Apart from a few subtle differences, the monuments appear to be identical to each other. Got open grave on the left, and mounds of earth in the centre and on the right. Nothing happens if I investigate the open grave. I investigate the white mound of earth. Something was buried quite recently, and then suddenly... Oh, oh, it's just... They're not in order, it's just whichever ones you look at first. You fall back from the base of the monument as the mound of earth suddenly explodes. A hulking corpse is decayed, grey flesh still clinging to the broad flame. It's broad flame in uneven chunks. Climbs out of the uncovered grave and stomps towards you. As you drop back even further, drawing yourself as a combat ready stance, your gaze is drawn to the undead being's misshapen head. Set into the watting abomination's disfigured face of three blazing yellow eyes. With a snort, the fearsome creature moves into melee range and attacks. It's an undead Hulk and Hulk smash. Hulk smash me! So I'm going to smash it first so Hulk gets smashed. The undead Hulk swipes at you its decayed fist. Devastating blow for 27 damage. These are pretty tough. So you probably... You probably want to... Get your stats up a bit before you fight these. Probably have... At least 100 or so HP. I mean SP. Before you fight them. Otherwise they could knock you out in a couple of blows. And of course they're scaled too. So you'll take some damage. Just even when they don't do a special... Devastating blow for 27 damage. And just slain. 73 XP. You step back from the remains of the slain undead Hulk and stare down, stare down at the unmoving mass of decaying flesh. The wide grave out of which this undead abomination climbed is now open. Suddenly, a cloud of shimmering silver vapour takes form out of the mist twirling through the clearing. The cloud swiftly expands as a moving, lifeless image takes form on the broadening ethereal canvas. The clear, lifelike image on the surface of the shimmering wall of vapour is that of a young man and a young woman. The first time, it was just a young man standing before the gates of an imposing keep on the edge of the vast forest. Both the man and the woman turn and acknowledge you with, friend, with friendly waves. The curtain abyss upon which the image appeared suddenly dissipates, dissolving into an endless wither of fog rolling through the clearing. Now, I'm going to assume that the ghosts of these two women, or their bodies, were perverted into these undead hulks. And by defeating these undead hulks, I've liberated them, at least for a time. Because it's, it's a replayable, so nearly everything resets. Which is depressing, really. So you keep having to do things over and over again, just to keep things done. But it, it's a game, so...
Okay. And so there's going to be... So two graves. We've had a man in one grave, a woman in the other. And there's going to be a third person who we liberate by defeating the Hulk in the third grave. And then maybe something else will happen. Or maybe not. Who knows? Alright, can't, can't do anything, but doing anything there, we'll have to wait until Axepath Cemetery has reset, which will be a bit over an hour for me, because I've got to get to the end of it first. Uh, but absolutely no time at all for you. And now, the hour for me is up, so I can investigate the path winding off into the long thicket once again. You follow the winding path into the thick of the laurel patch. The narrow twit twists and turns it meanders through the bush and bramble until you find yourself approaching the perimeter of the board clearing. You cautiously move up to the edge of the grassy swath. Standing at the edge of the large clearing, you warily survey the open swath. Three towering stone monuments each crowned with the carved likeness of a hideous, free-eyed, vaguely humanoid figure, rise up out of the mist in the centre of the clearing. On the eastern side of the grassy expanse, its broad, flat surface poking above the swirling block fog, is the top of the three-tiered plinth, and we've done all we need to do there in the previous episode. A bent, hooded figure, carrying a shovel and clad in a tattered brown cloak, Strolls silently around, around the basis of the three monuments. The figure never, never looks up and seems not to have taken any notice of you. Into the clearing, the instant you step into the clearing, the ground before you begins to weave as skeletal hands and limbs erupt from the soft earth. You instinctively fall back and draw yourself into combat with his stance as an entire legion. Well. I wouldn't say it's an entire legion, because if we base legions off of the Roman legions, then we're talking, what, 5,000 skeletons or something like that? Of course, it, it varies depending on period and how long it's been since, since the legion was stopped up. But we're talking thousands. We're talking thousands. And this is not thousands of skeletons. This is... This is what, uh, this is a, a company? I, I, I don't know, I'm not, not that familiar with the, it's just, just a small line, really. it's not a legion. Emerging the shadow graves, their chorus of shrill hisses almost deafening in the deep silence that hangs over the cemetery. A sharp hiss from behind fills you with dread, and you spin to find another group of skeletons staring their way out of the earth. Surrounded by the ghoulish horde, with no immediate hope of escape, you grimly prepare to engage your foes. Here's a scimitar-wielding skeleton. Well, we fought them manually uh, in the first ten minutes, so we'll just quick combat them from now on. Alright, 14 XP. There's number two. That was a something. Sword-wielding for number three. 14 XP for each of them. The skeleton, its jaw sweats wide, emits a final ragged hit before collapsing into a pile of bones at your feet. 
fourth is the fourth has a hammer the fifth has a spear the sixth has a sword seventh has a scimitar Charles staff is helping out once again the last of the skeletons its bony fingers whacked around the hilt of a rusted sword staggers forward and attack just gonna quick combat that for another 14 XP, the skeleton is jaw stretched wide. It's a final ragged hiss before collapsing to a pile of bone at your feet. Now, if we could do something with all these bones, we would be made. We could uh, grind them down to make bone meal. Although, admittedly, it yeah, it's probably no one's probably going to want to buy our to buy our bone bread or whatever we make if it says made from cursed skeletons cursed human skeletons yeah probably don't want to buy it so yeah just just yeah this this place is super cursed so let's not take anything out of here anything physical we can take the xp because that's just uh that's just Parts of my brain lining up. Nothing, nothing actually enters my body. Oh, and the loot. The loot's fine. Because apparently it's a different sort of curse that affects metal than affects bones. It's very hard to curse metal. It's an entirely different school of magic. Is my excuse. Alright, we have the... We have bone armour. Oh, I guess we just—I guess we just have a spray can of holy water. That we, every, every time we get a, every time we get some gold, some bone armor from here, we just spritz it with some holy water, and that stops the curse we attaching. That's that's what I'm gonna say. That's what I'm gonna say. Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 64 XP's to general. With the horde of skeletons now little more than heaps of bone that littered the edge of the clearing, you wipe your brow and step back to survey the scene set out before you. Alright, it's the monuments. The monuments and the three-tiered plinth are the same. The bent the bent hooded figure has not yet noticed us. Enter the clearing. As you step into the clearing, the bent hooded figure moving about the base of the monument whips its head in your direction and unleashes a bone-chilling shriek. Before you can properly react, the sinister figure holds up his right hand and you're immediately overcome by a deep sense of dread, picking a number, bonus of 20, from spirit. Gotta get 50 or more, or, I, or, or the consequences will be dreadful. Pick now. 84. Success. You manage to stave off the more debilitating effects of your enemy's projected awe of fear. But there's little time to dwell on the small victory. You know, if I fail this check, I'll just, I'll, I'll probably, if 
I fail this check after I've how the after I've uncovered the secret for the first time, I'll just tap it onto the end of this episode at a later time, just so you know what happens. I mean, it'd probably be easier for you to just keep doing it yourself. But oh well, the world figure its swift, fluid movements, more animal-like than human, bounds towards you across across the uneven, miscovered ground. As the sinister being hurtles within melee range, its face invisible beneath the crowd shroud of gloom clasped by its tattered hood, it instinctively moves to block and counter its savage attack. It's a grave warden. And this is a grave business to fight a grave warden. It breaks at you with its long black claws. Because apparently this uh, the cemetery here, it does it does things to the people who get buried things. It gives them claws, it gives them wings, it animates them. Just a suggestion, don't bury anyone you like here. Because they'll come back to life and try to kill you. And that's weird. And then you'll probably hesitate because it's someone you know. Yeah. Yeah, just don't. Just, just, just don't put any new people in here. There's enough. They've got enough undead as it is without people adding new undead there by, you know, putting regular dead in there, which can then become undead. Yeah, don't, 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 don't bury on out here. Set up a new grave somewhere, or maybe do a cremation. That's put. Pro- that's probably a far more sensible thing to do in a world where necromancers roam around. And to keep, you know, going, <laughs> I have your skeletons! <laughs> or whatever it is that they do. I mean, I mean, presumably, there's people who just necromancers so they could just get someone to do the bloody ploughing. I mean, that's probably the. Honestly, if necromancers existed, that's probably most of what they'll do is they'll just use the undead for cheap labour. Because people will go to any, will do anything, no matter how horrible, to reduce their wage bill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I kick Savage Blow for 11 damage, and it is slain. 24 XP. The hooked fig, the cloaked figure slumps to the ground at your feet and does not move again. You reach down and tear away the tattered garment that covers its gaunt form. Only to find there is nothing beneath it. The remains of the sinister creature that assailed you are nowhere to be found. Yeah, I guess it was one of the more less corporeal undead. Still bound here somehow. After checking over equipment, you step back towards the edge of the clearing. Okay, let's do a bit of healing first. Approach the stone monuments. So. We've opened two of, two of the graves have been opened by an undead hulk busting out and trying to kill us, you know, as they do. Now to investigate the one in the middle. You step up to the base of the monument and begin examining the mound of earth. After studying the heat for only a few moments, you're certain that whatever lies below the pile was buried quite recently. Yes, yeah, some sort of... Some sort of... 
undead upgrading, curse amplifying, necromantic thingy. Not very nice. So, if I bash it, it's almost certainly a good thing. Suddenly, you fall back from the base of the monument as the mound of earth suddenly explodes. A hulking corpse is quite decayed grey flesh, still clinging to its broad flame in uneven chunks, climbs out of the uncovered grave and stomps towards you. As you drop back even further, drawing yourself to combat with your stance, your gaze is drawn to the undead being's, mis- undead being's misshapen head. Set into the watting abomination's disfigured face are three blazing yellow eyes. Yep, Axbath Cemetery. It does things to corpses. Lots of things. Very unpleasant things. Although admittedly most of the things that happen to corpses are unpleasant, which is why they put them up we put them under the ground where we can't see them anymore. But the snort, the fearsome creature moves into melee range and attacks. It's an undead hulk. Which smashes and bashes. And we're, oh, I went into a battle wage, but only for one turn. Oh, back into battle wage. Finished it off with the battle wage. 73 XP. You step back from the remains of the slain undead hulk and stare down at the moving mass of decayed flesh. The wide grave out of which this undead abomination climbed is now open. Suddenly, a shimmering cloud of silver vapour takes form out of the mist swirling through the clearing. The cloud swiftly expands as a moving, lifelike image takes form on the broadening ethereal canvas. The clear, lifelike image on the surface of the shimmering wall of the vapour is that of a young man and a young woman standing before the gates of an imposing keep on the edge of a vast forest. The young woman is holding a sleeping instant, in, sleeping infant wrapped in a bundle of cloth. So that was uh, who is symbolised, I guess, by the third grave. Both the man and the woman turn to acknowledge you with heartwarming smiles. I guess I freed them. You suddenly become aware of something lying at your feet. There... Its dazzling radiance cutting through the mist that covers the ground lies a glowing hammer and chisel. You reach down and pick up the curious object. Hammer and chisel, they glow. They also have an encumbrance of one, so I better use them quickly. Because I need all my encumbrance to put more loot in! This chisel and hammer set is enveloped in a bright silver aura. Were it not for the strange glow animating from these objects, they would appear to be ordinary stone carving tools. Go. Go where the mist is thin. The pleasant thin voice startles you. And you look up to find the young woman in the image is directly staring at you. As she step, as she smiles, she smiles as she cradles a sleeping infant into arms. Go where the mist is thin. And see we are not forgotten, she says. Thank you. His legacy is not ours. I guess his must be thought a juice quen. Hmm. I mean, I assume they must be related in some way. Because 
otherwise there wouldn't really be any this wouldn't be the sort of thing you'd have to argue yes they must be related Duke Quen must have been I don't know either a, either either maybe for blood or marriage he's a badger he got into his family and presumably he killed these people in this in this tower by the woods he killed them all because that's just what he does this this was presumably back when he was you know all regular alive and now uh, now by dealing with these undead hulks we've got their ghosts out for a bit a bit of course because it's, it's axe path nothing really sticks here it's been it's his super cursed the curtain of whist upon which the curtain of mist on which the image appeared suddenly dissipates dissolving into an endless wither of fog rolling through the clearing with the glowing hammer and chisel now in your possession and the cryptic words of the ghostly lady still echoing in your mind prepare to sit out of the clearing uh, and now that that's it that's all we can do here for now there's currently no sign of anyone or anything in or around the clearing you suddenly and inexplicably become overwhelmed with dread unable to remain here even a moment longer you quickly retreat back along the path you make your way back along the winding cliff and soon find yourself back in the midst of the cemetery on the main path through which is the same as always so I'm just going to pause until we find out where we could possibly use that hammer and chisel alright one place we haven't been yet and that's just before we enter the tomb is to follow a stony path as you head west along the stony path moving deeper into the tangled thicket of stunted trees the mist begins to thin you soon reach the end of the narrow trek and find yourself standing on a small clear patch of ground you're standing on a small clear patch of earth in the mist of a tangled thicket of stunted trees set upon the ground ground here are three rectangular slabs of stone you quickly conclude the three unadorned slabs are grave markers makes sense this is a cemetery it's probably stuffed with grave markers but unadorned well that can't, I can't be having that the two are the two largest markers make up the ends of the swart row between them lies a smallest step so we've got a so we've got a mummy and a daddy and a baby gravestone for the mummy and the daddy and the baby ghost because <laughs> apparently that's just how things work alright now to use this hammer and ch chisel and hammer glowing <laughs> chisel and hammer not hammer and chisel alright use them the instant you draw out the glowing hammer and chisel, the strange object fly from your grasp and hover over the grave markers. You watch in astonishment while the floating tools, as if wielded by unseen hands, and they probably are, go to work, engraving an elaborate image that spans a trio of slabs. 
The sounds of the chisel as it chips away from chips away the stone rises into the air and echoes eerily throughout the surrounding trees. In a matter of moments, the carving is finished. The chisel and hammer flare brightly and vanish. Yay, I've got one encumbrance back. And I've helped. You carefully examine the engraving that spans the three grave markers. A carving of a thorny vine extends from the edge of the large marker on the left, through the small marker in the middle, where it's drawn into a loop, and then and then to the centre of a large slab on the left. Each of the three markers now bear engraved letters. The marker on the left is engraved with EC, the marker in the middle with AC, and the marker on the right with HC. I'm thinking the C stands for Quen. As you stand, stand staring down at the newly engraved stones, sudden profound sense sadness comes over you. The next instant, however, sorrow gives way to a comforting sense of peace. If you have no way to know who was long below way to west beneath each of these three grave markers, you hope that your actions have brought their souls at least some small measure of peace. As you turn as you turn and prepare to once again set off on your way, you can't help but wonder if the change you've affected here will prove permanent. Well, uh, 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 uh spoilers, it, 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 it doesn't. You can re you can replay, you can replay those that thing over and over again. So you get you get, you go through three times to get the chisel. You go here, you get your XP. And the XP that you get decreases each time you, each each time you you do it over and over again, because just the reasons. Because I guess one thousand and twenty-four experience is too much experience to be reliably given out so quickly, or something like that. Yeah. Alright, and that and that that is and that is the end of the mystery of the axe and the bramble. And next time well what shall we do next time? Well, since we're already in an undead fighting mood, next time we'll move on to proving grounds three. Until then, farewell, fellow adventurers. Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas Podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience by listening to the Capital Ideas Podcast today. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.